This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. What is that up in the sky? It's a bird. It's a plane. Wait, no way. Is that Shyler and Tat? It sure is. Shyler and Tad are here to save the day. You've been fighting for it all. Welcome back to Shyler and Tat Save the World. Save the world! We just need to create a jingle that's just you singing. I know, just me. Just It works. Some crappy high notes. I'm not me? mad at it. Hey, me neither, because <laughs> I'm the one that's producing it. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Those things are just busting your eardrums right now. That's well, yeah, I'm, I'm going to edit it later so it's super loud. So then, Oh, uh, yeah. all the dogs like... Eh. So if you if you survived arf, arf. hearing that, then congratulations. You're welcome. We 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 became antiheroes really quick. Hey, yes we did. <laughs> like what? save the world, we meant blow out your eardrums. We're gonna blow out your eardrums while saving the world. Okay. You know, there were so many like crazy things that happened through the whole. Um, I don't want to say like that it's over because it's not no, over. No, it's not over. COVID at all. is still very much a thing. Yeah. But there was a moment in time when I was very sure that everybody just lost their minds. Yes. And it was, dare I say it, it was white people. <laughs> well, <laughs> you said it. We'll get into that. I didn't have to say it. In another discussion on that whole idea. However, there was a lot of angry folks that wanted to reopen the country, yeah. reopen the state. It was it was nationwide. It well, was nationwide. Yeah. And we noticed it because um, actually we had a lot of politicians go to these rallies and these protests demanding uh-huh. that the state open up. Which was we get into it, which is just nuts. <laughs> I, I <laughs> let me start off by saying start I it off. I do not Kick have it. a political affiliation. So although I tend to think a certain way, mm-hmm. I am taking the stance of um devil's advocate throughout this. Okay. So if I argue with you I love you. I'm leaving. It's, it's, <laughs> this is just to show that there's two sides to every coin. Yes. Okay. And I know how I feel about the situation, but that may not or may portray how I interact during this episode. Because yeah. I want to make sure that that this this the severity and the impact of this mm-hmm. thought process affected all of us. Yeah. So it, I, I don't even remember what day it was. I, I should have done a little more um, research <laughs> before we started. Getting into this. But I really, I remember that there was um, someone invited me on Facebook to a protest in Springfield. Yes. And I'm like, a protest for what? And I just ignored it because I don't really care. And it's COVID. Like, we're not supposed to leave our house. Like, that was the whole Nuts. point. There is a shelter in place order. If I can't go to my favorite restaurant, I'm not going to the Capitol and being around a bunch of mouth breathers. No. So I was like, no, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to mess with that. Didn't even read no. about it and just exited out of it. Yeah. And then um, my sorority sister. Because you had sense. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> my sorority sister tagged me in a video uh-huh. of that protest. Yeah. Because it came up that Shyler was invited to this event. So she saw it on She's Facebook. Like, hey, what the heck? She's like, are you here? Are you seeing this? And I'm like, no, what is, is this in is this indicator? And she's like, no, it's in Springfield. So I watched the video and it is just a journalist that I think is um, just a university student, but okay. she's, she's like covering for on the, on behalf of the school. Yeah. 
So it was not like a, an affiliation for a news network. No, it was just a student. Uh, journalist. Absolutely. Yeah, she sure. came out there. And she was just Facebook living. And it was insane because for the last two months, we had been force fed. You have to wear a mask. You have to wash your hands. You can't be around people. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden I'm seeing on Facebook, these people are like, like a damn army. Yeah. They are like linked arms. With with automatic weapons and with rifles. Weapons at the Capitol. Dude, I was shook. Shook. And and as a black man, do you do you under, understand that only white our, people can get away with that? Only white people can do that. As a black man, if if we were to protest in full body gear with rifles, do you know how and, and it would be pistols, shut down. It would be not only shut down. They would they would they They'd would kill you. They would kill me. And they would pass so many gun laws so fast. If a group of black, <laughs> a group of black, you're angry, exactly right. A group of black angry people came with with Kevlar vests, with pistols and rifles, automatic weapons, no masks. Talking about some open up the state. What broke my oh, heart the most, and don't get me wrong, gun, gun reform will be so quick, so quick with the quickness with the quickness it just it shook me the most because like i said we've been force fed this rhetoric that this this narrative that we have got to social distance and we can't be around one another and meanwhile these people are screaming at other people with no masks on nah. just trying to be heard oh but not the state i mean yeah. and the most the most insane thing to me cuz i'm i'm watching this video and i i got really sad I got really sad. What did you get sad about? My granddad is 89 years old. Uh-huh. I haven't been able to see him since February. Yeah. Because they've been on lockdown as yeah. well. And it broke my heart because if he gets Sick. COVID-19, he, he will die. He, and that's the whole thing. And it's like, I don't have any pre-existing, I have a pre-existing condition, but I don't have any any immune deficiencies. Yeah. I don't have any sicknesses. That it's, would. Yeah, it's it will probably statistically not kill me. Yeah. However, I don't know who does and doesn't have pre. And that's that's the whole thing. Was the the shutdown yes. was to protect? What I seen it as very very selfish. I seen oh, yeah. it as um because when the shutdown start, it's not. For everybody, but it's for the individuals who who can't protect themselves. That's what was so frustrating because it's like I it's hear your you, message. Yeah. yeah, I feel for you. My husband was out of work for two we and a half months. Out of work, like exactly. It's like I feel your pain. I'm frustrated too. I want to be able to do things that I had already been doing. I'm I sick go- and tired of my kids. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, I'm sick and tired of being cooped up at home. I don't like cooking. <laughs> it's like here I gotta cook my own meal. I just meals. found out who I married. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not like, a fan. We were all Uh-oh. struggling together. And that was such a cool thing. And I will say the struggle was real for everybody. And we all kind of bonded over that. Yeah. Because and, and but then there came a certain point where it, it there was no more bonding. It was sheer frustration. And I don't care who you are, I'm gonna take it out on you. Man, that's and like I said, I am gonna play devil's advocate here, even though it doesn't really feel like it, because I am letting my opinions be heard. Because yeah, you, I was you, mad. You've already lost that. Okay, <laughs> I was mad advocate. at the time. <laughs> but I do want to say, as a business owner, uh-huh. I get it. Well, of course, like I hate the way it was gone about. That's your livelihood, and this is how you, you know, you pay. Because once again, the whole shutdown was real for 
majority of everybody. I don't know one person that it did not affect. Exactly. Um, so th- that's like, hey, I'm struggling. You struggling. We all struggling together. But it's because of a virus who doesn't care about your race, yeah. about your job, about where you stand in the, in the community. This is a virus that uh, uh, that does not care. It doesn't good, discriminate. It doesn't discriminate. Mm-mm, it's coming and it's for you. real. Yeah. You know, so we had to flatten the curve. And how ignorant were we in that moment to say, I want to do this. I want to do that. Open up the I state. We don't have. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean, like this collective group yeah. of people, it was extremely ignorant because they were just like, open up. I want a haircut. Open up. I want to go to the home goods store. Like one guy was like crying over fertilizer. Get, yeah, I gotta get my nails done. <laughs> He's like, I need mulch. I'm so my yard looks like crap. Like, I dude, do. you are 80 years old. You shouldn't be in the yard anyway. Calm like, down, bro. Take that L. Sit down. Come on. It was <laughs> so on. cringy, but it was super ignorant because it's like we live in Decatur. Yeah. We have today, as of June 12th, we have 205 cases in Macon County. Yeah, and they've been fatal to the elderly. Oh yeah, we've had deaths. They're, they're kill- the, the 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 disease are killing grandparents and great grandparents and, and like, parents. Let's be real: two hundred out of our statewide total of over a hundred and thirty thousand. Come on now, that ain't bad. No, that's however, because- in the bigger cities, oh, it's like you really you really went out there. And you're like, oh, I want to be able to do stuff. We don't have that many cases. Well, just about? screw everybody in Chicago, right? Yeah. Just screw everyone in New York who literally had such a catastrophic number of people uh-huh. fall ill yeah. and succumb to this disease yeah. or virus. It's it. It just did, and then, it blew my mind. And, and, like, the, and the black community, like it's with our um, with just majority of. Black people not having access to health care, it's killing us by the and people don't even mention how many p- black people have been killed. Just not even because of a precondition, just because of health care. So, yeah, exactly. So when we see as a black community, see these anti shutdown protests as I want to do stuff. D- okay. We look like, hey, what are you talking about, bro? We are out here dying not to get off topic, yes. but I did want to ask you, did you see the video of the politician who asked, I don't, I don't remember if it was politician. It, it was a dude, it was a white dude, uh-huh. and he, he asked if the black population is falling ill with the coronavirus at a higher rate because they don't know how to wash their hands and they refuse to social distance. Isn't that nuts? And he referred to the black population. As colored? As colored people. I know. And I was I don't even know what you're talking about, but I was like, yeah. when they. Well, I read the article headline and it's like, no, he did not. This is taken out of context, like this fake news. And I watched it and I heard him, watched his mouth say the words, heard him speak it. It was cringe on the highest level. uh, What we call racism that's just straight up racism at that point Uh, black people don't wash their hands enough and they can't social what are you talking about that's not that but it's like at all and and that's just a a refusal to acknowledge that this virus is deadly and it doesn't care who you are it doesn't care that you are 100 years old and you've survived world wars and whatever and it doesn't care that i'm just a poor boy nobody loves me (laughs) (laughs) that is lyrics from song it is (laughs) there's a little queen in there queen in there okay i see what you did i mean like it just doesn't care it doesn't discriminate and and these protests really showed 
that we didn't care about each other. Because it went from it went from zero to 100 really quick. Real fast. Because I don't feel like it was that long. Mm-mm. I mean, what? That was late April, mid-April? We, we had just never experienced anything on that on that scale before. And people, and I, I'm, I don't want to keep bringing, because we are going to discuss other sensitive topics down the line. So I don't want to. So get ready for it. I don't don't wanna, you, don't you, hey, keep the, keep it up. <laughs> keep okay. It up. Keep your volume up. Keep tuning <laughs> in because it's, it, it's important information. These are the things that we have to talk and about. And I don't want to be redundant down the line, but the signs at the protest. I see. I didn't mm. see. Once again, I'm speaking uh, for myself and. Not all the black community, but majority of the black. We didn't watch those protests because Good. it was, it was, it was, you know, for us, it's just, we, first of all, we understand the struggle. The struggle is real, especially for the under, uh, funded and, uh, yes, under, absolutely. You know, population, you know, we don't get a, a big say so. So we understand. Uh, but to see a protest about wanting to do stuff and open up our business, like we got families, man. It's safety precautions. These signs okay, talk were about calling signs. Governor J.B. Pritzker a Nazi. Mm. Calling him a Jewish man okay. a Nazi. And that's where I was like, y'all gross. Hey, but that's... <laughs> like, it- I, I understood that you guys want to open up. I understand, I understand you want to go shopping. You want to get your hair done. You want to get your nails done. I bite my nails. Mm-hmm. Quarantine was rough for me. Hey. I had like little nubby fingers. <laughs> I finally got my nails done this week <laughs> because it was Freddy dire. Cougar hands. Oh, dude, it's bad. I know. And I... It's a nervous habit. And of course, during quarantine, I was nervous. <laughs> she had bones. Like she had to get oh, reconstructive dude. surgery for her I, fingers. It's terrible. Like if I could just bite my fingertips off, I probably would just Dang do it. it. It's terrible. Shiler. But that's anxiety. That's one yeah. of my grounding things. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, I don't like it, but it helps. <laughs> yeah. But it true. was like when I saw those signs, it was like, oh, oh, so this, this isn't about all in Illinois. This is about selfishness and pushing your own agenda and i get wanting to to maintain your business but i want to maintain lives hey i want to maintain lives and that's just how i felt about it it's like my husband closed his business even earlier than the state dictated because he he was informed he wanted to keep his his staff and his his students safe his customers safe absolutely yeah i remember when he had shut down before it was even mandated oh yeah so and it was it was not a decision that he made lightly. He no. obviously, you know, was distraught over it. Your husband is a business owner, so he felt the full blunt force of it. But you didn't see him out there with I military will. gear talking about some, mm-hmm. this isn't right. Look what they're doing to us. And it was scary for us because had these protests carried any weight at all, yeah. what position would our students have been in coming to Decatur where we did have cases? A lot of these kids are from out of town. Yeah. So I say kids, they're my age. I know, right? But <laughs> they're my they're my children. They're my babies. <laughs> but they really they they come from out of town. A lot of these are smaller towns yeah. that don't have any cases at all. So then you got them coming to a town that could potentially be dangerous. Be and then they're spreading it back to their hometowns. So it was it was not only our own um community. And and that's what, what that's the bottom line for Brandon. Brandon was like, absolutely not. I don't want to put anybody at risk. Not yeah. my students, not my clients, not my family. Yep. So I'm just gonna close it and and wait wait this out. And it was lucky for us that we were 
Brandon is a, a planner. So okay. he, so we were able to sustain ourselves without. Good. And thank God, because uh-huh. we didn't have any unemployment. We didn't get any PPP. It was yeah. a nightmare. It's just what we have residuals. So, and yeah. and it was my income. Yeah. And it's not not to say that I have a bad job. I love my Listen, job. Listen, we work in radio. I know the income. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything, but I, <laughs> I don't want to blow your mind <laughs> in uh, broadcasting, but my God. Okay. And I, I will say. I give you props on that. <laughs> to, to take the devil's advocate approach. Okay. Um, If you've got guns lawfully. <sighs> Don't take them to the Capitol. No, like <laughs> don't the, the storm whole the Capitol thing is, with your guns. You're trying to intimidate. That's intimidate exactly people. what it was. It that's, was an intimidation, not a protest. No, and that's that's the reason why I I didn't take it serious. Well, I took it serious because you're bringing guns and automatic. That's what scared me. I was like, they're going to open fire on someone. Like these are trained people. Obviously, I feel like if you have guns, to have a gun in Illinois, you have to have a FOID card. I have mine. I have guns. I practice my Second Amendment right. Whatever. But I don't storm the Capitol with my guns to get my way because that's not how that and works. And then you see it didn't work. No. Well, that's what I, that's exactly what I mean. It's like I you, you saw, just wanted to look like a badass. Yeah. That's really that's, all it was. You just wanted to look like Billy Badass on on the front page of the Herald and Review. And you played yourself. And you stick played a quarter yourself. in your behind because you played yourself. Okay. But it was really interesting because. Um, Dan Calkins, one of our local politicians, mm-hmm. was at one of those protests, not wearing a mask and not social distancing. Ooh. And my boy, my boy Brian Byers over here on <laughs> WSLY AM. You can listen to Byers and Company weekday mornings from six to nine. I love how you pull a plug from my boy. Okay. Um, but he, Brian, I have a lot of respect for because he is endlessly unafraid to call it like he sees it. Yeah. And he called him out. He's like, yeah, I saw you were at that protest and you weren't social distancing and you weren't um, wearing a face covering. Oh, yeah. And this is in the middle of the shelter in place order. And he's like, why? Like, why are you setting that terrible example? And and Dan did. He backtracked a little bit. He's like, yeah, I should have wore a mask. Yeah, I should have stayed away from those people. But I I wanted to make sure that I was alongside his constituents and and showing support to them, which I do respect. I do respect that. I just... Don't I don't think we needed. Listen. I don't think we needed a whole protest at the Capitol talking about open up my hairdresser. Oh, it was so everything. Like, that baby, I was I'm here, sorry I'm like, that your gray is... hairs are poking out. I'm sorry, but Walmart <laughs> is open. <laughs> Walmart is open. You can go and get your box dye. Hey, you know I gotta get my box rebox. Oh my gosh, you it was so me? annoying, and I. I said I was going to be devil's advocate, and I just I, I can't do it. I, I knew you couldn't. As soon as you said, I'm like, this isn't having a shot. I can't I was be like, devil's I want this advocate. To be a productive conversation and show both sides of the argument. And while I do sympathize with a true meaning yeah. behind some of these frustrations, of, I cannot justify bum rushing the Capitol no, with, I, with I, automatic weapons. I understand people and individuals because I got uh, friends who are our neighbors who are mad about the shutdown because oh, yeah. they have family and friends who are business owners. And when their businesses are shut down, um, you know, it affects their livelihood. And a lot of people, um, you know, us as just a country, we're not financially responsible a lot of times of having that emergency money, that emergency fund. So we're relying upon. And not to mention we live in Illinois. Yeah. So we have never been fiscally Finan- responsible <laughs> ever in decades yeah so i understand the you know as a father 
And as a uh, provider, yeah, not being able to provide is a stressful situation. And then uh, feeling like um, I can, you know, now I'm paying devil's advocate. No, uh, it's 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 hard. It's a yeah, very it's, thin it's line, hard. and you you cross it sometimes because you're absolutely right. It's a stressful situation, yeah. and at some point, it went from we need to protect everyone to I need to provide for mine, yes. which is a crucial part of your everyday life mm-hmm. i mean when and especially for i'm I'm not i'm really not trying to be like crappy right now but especially for men yeah you have that instinct oh it's just built into us like you hey, are a provider I you put, are the man i'm the man in this thing and even while brandon and i have a very equal partnership because mm-hmm. we both work and he Listen, would not like amber me runs not the working. house <laughs> anything there's nothing that i can decide that goes through <laughs> I'm just telling you now. Uh, you as a queen. man, yes, as a man, we're just here to financially be able to have <laughs> food and bills paid. All right. Everything else is just. And there were so many areas like we were lucky because we were able to pay our bills. And I I yeah. was it, living in my naive little world like it's just a couple months. We got to get through it. It's fine. Like, just keep pushing through. But we did not at the time. It's, it's easy looking back mm-hmm. because at the time we didn't know. And, and At the what, time, we had no friggin' clue when this was going to end. And, and the part that... And that's what the, was... That's what was most <laughs> stressful for, for Brandon, at least, because he's like, I know what I need to do uh-huh. in order to reopen. Or at least he's picking up on things. He was yeah. stocking up. Okay, get, I'm going to get you know, masks, innovation. gloves. Yeah, he innovation was thinking. Comes, yeah. mm-hmm, full comes, circle. You feel me? But he, he was able to think ahead and, and obtain the things that he knew that he would probably need. Yes. But not knowing when the end date was and when he was going to be able to get back to work drove him yeah. mad. Oh, what? Hey, that's for everybody. And that's that's really what it was. It's the not knowing. It's um, I had this conversation. I don't remember who I was having it with. Um, but the 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 anxiety that the shelter in place order put on all of us. Yeah. Is um, it's almost like grief. Well, yes, like a loss. Yes. A loss of money. <laughs> a, a loss, loss of, of sanity. A loss of sanity and get away from. From for some people, like my family has been a preemptive blessing. grief. Is what I it got is. like, oh, look at you! All so right, I remembered. <laughs> it's preemptive grief. It's like when you, it's that that feeling where you know nothing is ever going to be the same, yeah. and it hits you, and you're like instant panic, uh, and you go through the stages of grief. Open up, open up the stage. You have anger. anger you have depression. Sadness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I remember because when my grandma fell ill, I knew, even though she was not. Yeah, dead like, yeah. like she was just sick what if and this is the last it was the end like she had dementia so i knew at from that point things were never going to be the same i was mm-hmm. never going to be able to have all those little moments that i had cherished my whole life anymore yeah and i went through that preemptive grief so when she Before said that even, i was yeah. like i know exactly the feeling you're talking about yeah. and i didn't realize that i'm feeling it again yeah like here it was a familiar emotion to me and it still caught me off guard because COVID caught us off guard. And and the thing that I always have to remember, and this is what I bring up when when I seen the anti-shutdown protests and, and things of that nature, it comes from individuals who uh, the COVID hadn't actually exactly. directly affected. And that's the, that's the part that just because things and deaths haven't occurred to you directly doesn't mean that they don't exist. Yes. And this, once again, coming from a black man who experienced certain injustices and mm-hmm. just because you know the world doesn't see different aspects of whatever um 
there's a problem with that. You know, I that's why I feel so much for people just because it's not d- directly affecting me. You know, my loved ones are healthy and okay. Doesn't mean that there's there's families out there who are who are going through loss because of this this virus. You know, and there are several and it's, businesses. And it's disrespectful to them. Yes, as uh, people who have lost loved ones because of COVID yeah. to sit up there and say, "Open it's, it up! It's a fake disease. It's fake. It's a democratic it's, hoax." Yeah, and then they make it political, and then yes. this isn't real. Like no. I will say. From the political stance, uh-huh. I feel like this could have been handled better. Uh, duh, everything could have been handled. But hindsight is always twenty twenty. It always looks like it makes perfect sense, and you'd know exactly what to do when it happened. But guess what? It happened, and we didn't know what to do. Yeah. And and you unfortunately, our political leaders are in—they're human too. And while a lot of there's a lot of anger towards J.B. Pritzker, but I will say I think that our governor did the best he could with what he had yeah. in the moment. And even though it was traumatic mm-hmm. for local business owners and for, for some business owners, it was completely fatal and they've lost their businesses. Yeah. And that's horrible. Like, obviously we didn't want that to happen. And, and governor JB Pritzker did not want that to happen either, no. but he didn't want that people was, to die. That was the only thing that made sense in the moment. Like, just mm-hmm. stay away from one another. Just stay home. Please yeah. just stay home. And then when it was a life, it was literally a life and death matter because he's he's in Chicago. Yeah. So it was it's huge. The mecca up there. of what is yeah. Well, I mean, when you're when you're living in that close proximity to other people all the time, you're you're gonna, gonna have higher. Real fast. That's why there's higher rates of violence because there's just so many people, people all right it. there. Yeah. The ten- when tensions rise, and I'm when I'm mad at my husband, I go for a drive. Mm-hmm. I go to the park. I can I can leave, uh-huh. and I got space to do then it. Why does he have bruises when I see him? Oh, you better stop! <laughs> <laughs> right, like, I fell I fell down the stairs, and it's like I ran into a doorknob <laughs> with a, a little bit. She said that print. I she said that I ran into the door. I mean, I, I, mean, I say <laughs> I, I ran into the doorknob. Not to laugh at domestic abuse. No, but That's I'm laughing at Brandon. Men get hit too, but I love it's him. It's not fun. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah. Brandon, Brandon said, my I can, ribs. I can mock Brandon a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Because he's my husband. And I love him. <laughs> I've said it first. Yeah, you did. You beat me to it. I, I, for, disclaimer, I do love my husband. Well, and I don't hit him. Well, <laughs> this is, I'm going to have to pay a home visit and check oh, up on him. Okay. Absolutely. You're going to hold his <laughs> As long as you wear your mask. Okay. <laughs> wear your mask. I just think that even though things didn't pan out the way everyone thought it would like yeah. no one would get sick and we were all just gonna be fine and in a couple of weeks it was all gonna go away yeah. I've I really learned a lot not, and not just like being stuck at yeah. home and I opened up a book for the first time in oh, two years man I, I've been doing some <laughs> self-improvement like you wouldn't believe during exactly. this exactly yeah but I mean also I learned a lot about my community and I learned who I'm going to support when we did open back up because because yeah. it was those businesses that we mentioned last week where you they stepped up and they said oh you you are still hungry you don't want to do I got you dishes yeah I'll deliver it yep. and there were so many restaurants and so many businesses that did step up in a huge way but then there were so many that did the woe is me I'm never gonna financially recover from this Tiger King meme. <laughs> Tiger King. <laughs> <laughs> How have we talked about COVID this entire time and never brought up Tiger King? Have we brought up Tiger King? Yeah, we brought it up. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> never forgot about it. Was, it, was, it was what really brought us together as a, <laughs> as a nation. And then, and then it ended. And then we were just like, 
They were like, now we're we back to each other dealing again. with COVID. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's, it, it really broke my heart to see some businesses um, not. Well, not not step up, but. Yeah, because some can't. Like I said yeah. last week, their hands are tied. They're like, like a tanning salon couldn't open no, up because you have to come just in. Certain businesses that just could yeah. not be that like, hey, I can come by and spray paint you through the. The screen door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> screen door just be brown. <laughs> and that's exactly Golden what it is. Orange. Bronze. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I just, I got so sad for, uh, that's not true. I, I was sad for the community because I really felt like we had an opportunity here mm-hmm. to be like all kumbaya, yeah, friendly, fun family. I I love you. I will do what I can to protect you, my fellow Decaturite. Yeah. And while I think we did okay, no, I think we did. Other good. towns did not, and that's what was that was what, what was showed put, yeah. at those protests. Because it's it it is what it is, and yeah. it's sad because I really wanted this to be an opportunity for us and for us to shine through it. Yeah. And then you had those protests and I was like, well, there it goes. Well, that. <laughs> this will just be what it is because, uh, and like I knew people personally, uh, here and neighbors and stuff who were mad about the shutdown, but they didn't take up arms and, 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 and come exactly. to Capitol buildings talking about something. Let us do things. We want to do things now. And I, I get it. Like, I, I completely sympathize with their frustrations because I share them. Yeah. Um, but it, 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 this is a learning experience and I think a test to see where if we, sta- re- if we you- really do care about our fellow man. And that's where, that's, woman. at the end of the day, that's what my whole thing is, is just because things aren't directly impacting you. But if, if lives are being, ex- uh, if, if someone's life is ex- extinct, is that what's at steak? Yeah, there we go. I, I literally thought about a steak right there. I'm hungry. My God. <laughs> I don't know where my head went. Uh, I am hungry. Like, it's important. That's how you care for each other. I always talk about that all the time. You want to care for one another. And just because it doesn't directly affect you and you haven't received a loss, there are people out here who, who were having funerals and couldn't view the body. You have funerals and couldn't have the, the, the ceremony, you know, or losing loved ones. Yeah, and it's... So for me, I I uh, I think about the people, even if it doesn't directly affect me. I, I like to think I, I think of other human beings and 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 feel what they're feeling. And let me just put myself on blast real fast. Yeah, <laughs> I was a B word. I was a whiny little brat. Uh huh. Through the entire quarantine. You son of a gun. I I, I will say it. I'm I almost judo chopped you right. There. I am an extrovert. <laughs> I love. Being with people, you and it me is both. my happy place. So there were a lot. Of, I had my birthday during quarantine, ooh, and ooh. while my friends stepped up and made it special anyway, yeah, I just was so angry a lot during quarantine because I keep saying quarantine. It's like the state, it's the shelter in place order, stay at home order, whatever it was. Yeah, <clears throat> but I just, I, I was so angry. And frustrated. So when I saw the protests, it was like I felt so angry at myself because I was was there. Yeah, I was there mentally way more than I was comfortable with admitting to myself. Um. So when I saw it, 
on screen, I was like, what I look like in the inside. Oh, dude, I felt so ugly. Yes, and not to say that they were doing anything besides the guns wrong. I mean, that's the only way you can get things done is to protest and to make your voice heard and and vote, ladies and gents. Yes, you want to vote. <laughs> and vote. <laughs> you want to you want to make sure the people are that are in positions of making decisions are in your yeah. favor. Yeah, that are representing the people and not but the like parties. But like, if you want to convey how you feel in a in, in with a shared community, yeah. a protest is literally how things get done. Yeah. So I get that they were like, I want to open up the state, and they found like minded people. And I, like I said, I don't disagree. I just wish that there would have been social distancing. I wish there would have been masks and I wish there wouldn't have been guns. Oh. It's the only thing. It's like, do you do you have the right to peacefully protest? <laughs> can you can you imagine going to the protest and you like genuinely like <laughs> Like Shyler, like being a nerd? Like you're just wearing there, my mask. Like, yeah. And then you go there and you see Confederate flags and stuff like Yeah. And guns, you're like, I think I'm at the wrong protest. Well, and it was weird because there were so many Trump signs. And I'm like, what? What is this? Is what this a is campaign rally yeah. or is this a protest to open up the state? And it was there was so much hateful stuff exactly. that it was difficult for me to sympathize with the cause anymore. And at that point, I'd been there yeah. the whole time. I'm like, I want my husband to go back to work because I want to buy things. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't want Look to at spend my fingers. any money. I want to be able to get my nails done. I had an appointment for the end of March to get my hair done. <laughs> See, you and it was there. like, oh, okay. And well, you had to see that type of, and I, I don't, I see it as a, a, you know, a, a bullying tactic. Like when I seen that, like people storming the with guns and stuff, like I didn't take it serious. I mean, I, I seen it as just being bullies, you know. It, it really is. Yeah, you, now you're trying to bully for the state to reopen. One like, of my favorite depictions of the protest is the picture of the nurse at uh-huh. the crosswalk standing in the road. With his mask on and his scrubs on. Loved it. And the girl in the pickup truck screaming at him out the passenger side window. Yeah, that's And it was really favorite. funny because I was like, I don't want no scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> She's literally like finger pointing in the air at him. Yeah, like, this is America. Like yeah. pure hatred on her face. And it was like, And oh. these are people that are on the front lines. And once again, that's once again, that's what you have to think about people who are putting their life on the line. That's where my whole mentality was the whole time. Even with me being laid off. With me having to be stuck in the house, not having the amount of funds that I'm used to, all of that. I felt the direct impact, but I knew that this was serious. I know people that were putting their lives on the line each and every day from the, uh, the, the, the first responders to the nurses to the doctors. Oh, dude. Um, like they were literally. Truly angels among us. It's so, for, truly. so for me to take uh, uh, anti-shutdown protest serious is like nah it's so disrespectful to yeah, them it's disrespectful to them they trying to keep you safe and healthy and then I always see it as then when you get sick you go oh I gotta go to the oh oh now you need oh, some hey, help hey guy <laughs> I can't I can't breathe oh there are so many political cartoons that came out after that that was like oh I'm sick now you need a respirator and then he's like oh hey remember me I'm yeah. the guy you screamed at in the crosswalk yeah and it's just it was that was really impactful for me, and it was one of my favorite um, photos that was taken. I believe it was taken in Seattle. Yeah. So it was obviously our protest was it was pretty big. It was in Springfield, mm-hmm. um, but Springfield isn't near as as large as Seattle or some of these other places. Yeah. So it was a it was a big deal. Yeah. Across uh, the entire nation. Yeah. I mean, I just took I took notes on like what happened here because it's my home, but it was just it was just so strange. 
that 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 there was so much emotion wrapped up in wanting to go to like Hobby Lobby or or Menards. You see how they take it, it and they they were mad because they couldn't buy paint. And it's like the people are dying, you, my dude. What are you talking about? That's that's exact. I was just I was just so I'm I'm speechless in the moment, reminiscing yeah. on it. I still have no cognition. Yeah. Of how that can even like how that thought process came about. So what we what we want you to do is get out of your own bubble and think about others. Like as long as people think about and care for others, these type of things won't happen. It's so, so important to do a lot. I, I mentioned it last week. Self-awareness. self-awareness. It took me to see. The manifestation of my crappy attitude at the Capitol, because that's what it was. It was just a crappy yeah. attitude. I won't say it's that my I was birthday. cussing I people. Got it. Yeah, and my, my husband's not working. And then when you see it, like, I was being a child. Oh no! Because I could, because I didn't get my way. Is that me? And then I saw it like manifested at the Capitol and was like, oh no, uh, that's not who I want to be. Nah. And that self awareness really helped me. It really helped me come up with the idea of this podcast because I'm like, I I don't want anybody to think that they're alone Boom. in this feeling because yeah. it happens. You're oh, allowed yeah. to have negative emotions. You should not. You you should not Let exert those, those emotions onto other people. And then, you know, it's just human nature. You got to pick a villain. You got to pick somebody to be like, yeah. it's his fault. And Ours. understand that our leaders are human. Yeah. They make mistakes. They misunderstand things. And once again, it's a virus that nobody really knew about and was taking people out left and right. So as anybody. We did anybody, the same thing with like Ebola and SARS. And like there's been so many different like virus scares that we didn't, that we did take seriously. This so, one we didn't. So when things of this nature occur, don't take it personal. Unless they say, uh, Tat, this is, I hate your guts. You shut down everything you do. Garbage, trash. Get out of my Unless face. they make it personal, you shouldn't take. No, I, I'm take, really bad at that. I take everything very personally. Yeah, no, don't <laughs> take so it. Stupid. Even when I got laid off, I didn't take it personal because oh. I knew what was going on. You know, I understood mm-hmm. the the climate was changing and people were scared. People wasn't sure uh, um, how the virus was going to. How long it was going to last? How long it was going to last? Uh, I mean, know, the park people, district built that water park yeah. last year. And now it's like, taken them like 12 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a rumor going on for like 20 years. And now we finally have it and it's closed all yeah. summer long so because we, of this. It's not, yeah. nobody wanted this to happen. No. Nobody wants this to continue happening. No. That's why we're opening up bit by bit by bit by bit to, to keep that curve flattened. And as you have noticed, I don't know if you, um, I, I do, I read the news every morning. So like literally read the news. Oh, okay, I record the news for the station. That's true. She does. But I read the news every morning and our numbers have been under a thousand for the last like week and a half. And that's a, that's a bl- amazing. It like, is a people are still getting sick. We yeah. just had a new case in Macon County today. Yeah. However, it seems like we have a much better control and we know now who the virus affects the most and we uh-huh. are doing the most to protect them, yes. which is what it should have been from the get go. But we were all so scared. Yeah. Like I said, we're all human. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to feel negative emotions. We just can't let them overtake us because it gets so ugly so fast. Yeah. And that's that, that, that was my whole mentality is it's it, it's not just you. It's not just me. It was happening to everybody. OK, so just be mindful and, and take care of. You know. Tell me something good. 
take care of one another. All right. You want to step outside of your your comfort zone, out of your day to day, uh, your life, and you want to you know start caring for others. Once you start caring for others and their well being on top of yours, uh, the world will be a better place. Okay. Get some of these tad hugs now. You, th- I'm a hugger. Oh yeah. That so was this rough. whole thing of not being a hug is. You think you got it bad, okay? I was really I'm sad. extroverted, and I'm a hugger. So forget that noise. I did I not, so, spoiler, I did not social distance the day that Tat came back to work. Oh, I yeah. hugged him, and then I came back <laughs> in my studio and cried tears of joy. Because <laughs> well, I had no idea you were coming back. a scientific fact that a Tat hug yeah, will cure COVID. So. <laughs> It'll cure um, negative emotions, too. You dag all right, it will. I'm pretty sure it could change your life. It can change your life. Yeah, so because we're here to save the world. You just listened to Shyler and Tat Save the World. Listen to new podcast episodes every Friday. And follow us at Shyler Tat Save the World on Facebook and Instagram. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.